trying to hold back a a rant. What are you ranting about, Ken? Well, like there's this video that's been viral for quite some time on Facebook, and it's this little boy acting a damn fool in the back seat of the car, kicking and screaming and just acting out. And every time I see it, it makes me more and more angry. Do you want to whoop his ass? No, and that's oh. what everybody says. <laughs> this is the, the title of it. This is what happens when you make it illegal to spank your own kids. Yeah, whoop that ass. No. Yes. No. First of all, you don't know if this child has some sort of oppositional defiant disorder. You don't know if he's. Belt fixes that. What? What did you just say? Belt fixes the that. The belt fixes the chemical imbalance in the child's brain. Sure does. Rattle that mother. Just belt will fix that. I'm gonna sit my coffee for a second. Belt fixes that. You know what? It. That should be a meme. Belt fixes that. I just feel it. I feel it. It's just it's <clears> welling <throat> up, and I'm trying to like scroll on by, but folks keep posting this. Thing. And I'm trying. I'm trying with all my might. One, I watch it, and the mother in me says, "What the what the hell? This no. Why is this mother continuing to drive while this child is kicking the back of her seat and smacking and acting crazy? It's dangerous." See, you just said it. Acting crazy. So if they're acting crazy and they're not actually crazy, I don't know then if he's Belt actually fixes crazy. That. I don't know what his. I don't know what their you situation said acting. is. Acting would would mean that they're not okay. That they are choosing to behave a certain way. All right. So he's behaving in a dangerous fashion. I don't know if it's an act. You know, Bell fixes that too. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. I'm going to sip my coffee for a minute because it's Aaron. Belt fixes that. Women complain all the time oh, about men not being comfortable sharing their emotions. Shit. Okay. Wait a minute. How do we get to sharing emotions? Wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> How did we even get there? But from, when we... From beating the ass. This, I, I want to stick on the ass. Okay. Boy. This is... It's, it's all the same it's all the same it's not all so the same it is let me finish <laughs> women complain the all the time that men are un emotionally unavailable but I when am. they huh i am you are <laughs> okay so complain about? <laughs> but it all starts in childhood okay if a child falls down and is hurt and is crying, the first thing we want to say is get your ass up. Get your ass up. You all right. No blood, no foul. Move along. Nothing to see here. Keep going. Big boys don't cry. Right? Want me to give you something to cry about? I'll do it. See, there you go. There you go. All that nonsense. Oh, that's nonsense now. I distinctly remember you saying that someone around you said, "Take your pain quietly." That was my stepdad. Okay, so I I don't I don't really. And don't how do really I take my pain? Loudly. I do not. <laughs> Absolutely loudly. They stick a needle in my heel. What do I say? Ow! I don't say anything. You know, I don't say a word. I just Ouchie. sit there looking at him like, "Ooh, let it be finished." Ow! 
we? I don't say a thing. I say nothing. So. Hey, I got a camera on me now. Hey, getting fancy. I hear the tea kettle. I wonder if the people hear the tea kettle. Yes, you can hear it on the. All right. It's not super loud because it's far. It's on the other side of the desk, but. Okay. Yeah, you can hear it. So anyway, back to my point. We want our men to be emotionally available, but when they're children, we beat their emotions out of them. Whoop that ass. We tell them you can't cry. You can't get angry. You can't be sad. You can't get frustrated. Because if you're angry, frustrated, or sad, we're going to beat your ass. We need to find a way to put a camera on you. No, we're good. No. No makeup I mean, I have anything. a good camera on my computer. Ooh. We could use that. Duh. It's a 1080p camera, too. <gasps> and it's that, right there in your face. But that would require makeup and... I don't know. Just do it just like this. No. With the lights off. <laughs> it's moody. <laughs> it's 7.30 in the morning. That's coffee chat. That's coffee chat. Anyway, back to my point. I don't think... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not with you on your point. Aaron, so. you are with me on my I point. I am not. How, of, not how often... How often did we hit our children? Every damn day. You're so full of shit. How often did we spank our children? Every damn day. So full of shit. Honestly, Aaron, how many times have you hit the children? Every damn day. You're going to answer the question. I just answered it. I've answered it, what, four times now? Three, four times? You have not hit our children. Every damn day. You have not. Every day. Our children don't even, have never required that. No, no, no. See, you said, how often do you hit them? Okay, you didn't how say, often... how often do I have to discipline them through <clears throat> beatings? That's not what you asked. And my answer stands. Every damn day. How many times have you had to discipline our children through physical punishment? Uh, I don't know. Very few times. Maybe. I can remember Maybe one like, with Aaron, yeah, and I saying. can remember Just, one with Keegan. Yeah, yeah. Less than less than a handful. Less than five times. And I can remember one for me with Aaron, and one with me for Keegan. It only takes one. <laughs> but with Keegan, like, <clears throat> but they both knew that's, they were. That's coming. what you call swift. Like, what, what, what was that thing? Uh, uh, what was it called? The beginning of the Iraq War. What did they call it? They were going to go in. Shock and That's exactly. That's exactly what our kids got from me. Shock and you hit Two's hand so hard. It still hurts me to this day. Well, there you go. Shock and It worked. It. There was no. Oh. No. You smacked his little hand so hard. And fast. And fast. He Okay. Two was a very big <laughs> very child. At the age of 11 months old, he was wearing a 2T clothing. He was a big boy. And he was in this phase where he was smacking. And he smacked me in the face. While we were on the sofa and Aaron got up so fast and smacked his little hand so hard 
that that child couldn't breathe, he was like, what the hell just happened? Slap a pause in his ass. He slapped a pause for real. Yeah. But Aaron has never, Never ever, done no shit again. Ever. I'm telling you, it works. Raised I'm, I'm his sorry. hand look, again. Look, look. I, I, going into having children, I was not with the beating of the child. After having children, I was not with the beating of the child, but there are moments, there are moments where you're not going to get through to the child and you need them to stop. Now, how do you make that child stop? Their, whatever, whatever that behavior happens to be in that moment long enough for you to then use another tactic. And I think that's the difference. So even though, you know, and I think parents do this all the time, especially uh, parents that are worried about being um, embarrassed in public. I don't have that worry. So if your child is, is behaving in a manner that you find wrong, as a parent, then you end up, you might grab their arm. You might squeeze. The, the squeeze is always there. The squeeze is there, yeah. You know, because, the, you know, nobody can see the squeeze. Everybody, every mother on earth knows about that squeeze. And then, you know, I mean, there's, there's the, you know, there are just things that you're doing to make them change their behavior immediately. Yes. Okay. And I think everybody has... I think everybody has some form of that. Now, for me, I, I never really saw the use in I'm going to spank a child, you know, the old school, put them over the knee or lay them down or whatever and spank them because... They did something wrong because the lesson, what was the lesson being learned? They weren't really learning anything. They were just being, that was the punishment for their behavior. Right, but they didn't know why. No, no, no. I Every spanking I ever got, I knew why. Uh, Not me. Trust me. I knew exactly why. The problem was, did that deter my behavior? And not really. Um, You just knew if you if you did something that that was going to be your punishment. Okay. So then you just calculated that in when you were doing whatever you were doing. If you knew that, you know, kicking the door and somebody saying stop and you kick it again and they say, kick it one more time and you kick it one more time. You knew what was coming. This wasn't, it was never a surprise. You knew you were duly warned that See, you this, were was, this was this was this was this was the the end result to your behavior. Yeah, and I think the problem you that you need a camera. I need to put. You need to turn on a camera or something. We need to get your non made up face on the on the video. Oh my my, my non made up <laughs> face is not okay. Hey, my face right is now. never made up. So your face actually, is, my face is just just ick. But your face daily. is always handsome. Ick. You always look good. There you go. Fix it. Yeah, Compose. There you go. Fix the hair. There you go. Show the people. 
It's about as good as it's going to get right now. Mm-hmm. 7.30 in the morning. That's right. 7.30 in the morning. Coffee chat, man. Sweatshirt, coffee chat, 50 degrees outside, under the blankets. All right. All right, go so, ahead. Anyway. I think I'm taking the video. You think you're taking the video. Yeah, so it's, it's counting now. Anyway, with growing up, I was never given the warning. My my mother, who, after much reflection of my childhood, I I am positive was bipolar, but had never been diagnosed. My mother would just flip her mind and just start swinging. Yeah. My brother, my youngest brother, is nearly five years younger than me, and he would do something, and I would get beaten for it. You were, well, you were the oldest I'm child. the oldest, and so it was my responsibility to make sure right. that he wasn't doing something while I was sleeping. That's right. And so at, you know, five years old, six years old, I'm getting beaten, not spanked, but beaten with the belt and the board and the wooden spoon and because... What's the problem? Here, shut it. <laughs> you know what the problem is. You know, smack to the floor uh. and... So I knew that when we had children, I would not hit my children. Because teach that didn't teach me anything other than to be afraid of my mother. Well, the, that that but therein there is a lesson. And that was and see that's I think that's the problem that a lot of people have is that they are underestimating fear of a parent. As a parenting tool. But our children have a, a healthy fear of you for absolutely no reason whatsoever. I told you why. I hit them every day. You do not. I do. How many times have you really Ask hit? Aaron how many times he gets hit in like 10 minutes. Okay, Aaron. <laughs> just you, ask him. You That's just all I got up to in, say. In, just pow. There's a reminder there. Mm-hmm. It's always done in a playful manner. Uh, it is I, never done I out of anger or... Say, oh, but see, you didn't say out of anger. You said, how often do you hit them? How often? Really? Truly and honestly? Hit Keegan all the time. You when, don't hit Keegan, Keegan ever. How many times do you give me a high five in a day? I don't know. She doesn't 20, really give times. you a high no, five. She... but she does. Yes, she does. And the, the payout. She wants to hold your hand. Oh, no, she no, no, no. That's, that's, that, no, 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 no. Because you're soft. She will put her hand up and I will smack it. And she'll give her a little giggle and then she'll go back to what she was doing. Now, in that moment of just the, the smacking of the hand, you know when two hands smack together, you know that even if you, you want it to happen, you're on the basketball court, somebody does something good, you slap hands. How does your hand actually feel? Sometimes it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Now, what is that? That just, it's like a, it's like a reminder. You, you, if that person actually hit me out of anger, that could hurt. I think it's really like telling how little parents, Beta. little parents <gasps> take the time to think about their actions because here we tell kids all the time don't hit keep your hands to yourself but we don't we don't even have a culture like that that's yes, like you do no no we don't have a culture of keeping your hands to yourself we have kids we tell them every day in school when they're little 
Don't hit. Keep your hands to yourself. Use your words. At home or at school? Both. Well, I told our children at home because I'm a preschool teacher. So you do at home what you do at school. I mean, you treat them the same way. There's no reason why I shouldn't treat my children with the same kid gloves that I t treat other people's children. They deserve just as much as I do. Or they, the other parents do. So... We tell our children, don't hit. Keep your hands to yourself. If you're angry with someone, it's not acceptable behavior to hit them. It, and our laws tell you it's not acceptable to hit them. You go to jail. But then when a parent is angry with a child for being a child, the first thing they want to do is whoop that ass. Beat up. It is not acceptable. And at some point... Parents have to get out of this mindset of, I survived, I'm okay, it's okay for me to do it to my child. Hell yeah. It Beat is him. not. I keep, look. How could you hit someone you love like that? Man, please. You We've are supposed hitting. to love and protect them and teach them and raise them and guide them, and you're going to beat them? Beat them. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> beat them. I would like the world to know that Aaron Look, is Look, it's not all encapsulated serious. in that one scene. I love Harpo. <laughs> but I kill him dead. <laughs> it's all right there. <laughs> I love you. And I can beat you at the same time. That is truly, I don't... Uh, trust me, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I could say for black folks, that goes back to slavery, definitely, because you were kind of expressing love for your, your loved one. You were expressing love for them by you being the one doing the beating instead of somebody letting someone else do the beating. Because, because you the, would the, stop the other before one. the other person. Or the, <clears throat> the other person would try to do true physical damage and you weren't trying to do physical damage, but you, the message was the same, change your behavior. So I could see that. I could see that in that context. But and I think that is, that same but we kind of are. We are. Yeah, yeah, we are. Because when you look at what happens on the street, say I'm walking down the street. I just went to, uh, uh, I'm walking home from work in the United States. Um, it's cold. I've I've got, you know, my hood up or maybe I'm just walking and I'm I'm kind of scrunched down and I happen to look like somebody else and police come around. My behavior needs to be a certain way. The things that I say, the way I the way I act physically behave, how I look, all of those things, they all need to be the same. Oh, they at least all they they all need to be uh they all need to appear to be safe for the person interrogating me the police if mm -hmm. i don't behave a certain way the beating that i'm going to get and that beating could come in many forms but that beating that i'm going to get from authority figures is going to be really bad. So if I hadn't been beaten before, I wouldn't know how to act. I can't, you can't just talk, th talk that through because if you're, if you're <clears throat> just think about how we think about, um, 
how we think about problem resolution. What we tell our children, how they should, they should talk about it and they should listen to the other side and they, police don't do that. No, they just shoot you and be well, no, 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 no. They don't start out with shooting, hopefully, but they start out with, give me your ID. And what is the next question that most white people would ask? Why are you stopping me? Yep. Okay. That's not a question that we're allowed to ask. No. You see? you know why you're being stopped. And then the next thing, the reason, then the next thing that happens after, why are you questioning the authority figure? is usually going to then be physical. It won't be verbal. For the white person, it's going to be verbal. You see, but for black people, it's never verbal. So I've got to now teach my child, don't ever do that. And I can't just say it to them. Why can't you? Don't talk back to me. You see? Why don't you talk back to the, why don't you talk back to the police officer? The same reason you don't talk back to me. It might save your life. You see, so if I don't know if I I've tell ever... my if, if I tell my child, black man, black children, if I tell my child, don't talk back to me. And if they do, the consequences for that as children are going to be overwhelming. Smack to the face. Oh, yeah. Smack to the face. Uh, screamed at. Belt shoe thrown, something's going to happen physically to that person. And then when they get in that situation with that police officer, they will not talk back. It could save their life. That's the, that's the side. That's the, the other side of this whole debate that people don't think about is this is a, a way of protecting children when not around their parents. Because normally, if the parent was there, the parent would then step between the, the child and the police officer. And then their behavior becomes, this is how you behave. Shut your ass up. Don't say a word. How many times that happened in, in the cars? You're getting pulled over by, by the police and your family's in the car. Okay? Everybody be quiet. Don't nobody move. It's just what you tell your family. It's how you live. You're always under siege. So you, you're sitting there going, you know, y'all don't do shit. Don't ask questions. Don't say nothing. When that man comes up and he's opening the window, you know, the window goes down and here's the, the information you need. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do if they say get out the car, you get out the fucking car. You tell everybody to shut the fuck up. That's the way we live. Okay. That's the way we've always... I mean, that from the first moment I started recognizing stuff around, that's how I've always known to be. Then why didn't you do that with our children? Do what? Don't talk back. Be afraid of me. I'm going to whoop your ass. No, 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 no. You don't ever tell your child to be afraid of you. They just are because you hit them every day. Aaron. Why have you never told our children not to talk back? Because that's not a phrase we've ever uttered as parents. No, no, no. You don't have to tell them don't talk back. Oh, my mother said it. Well, Your you mother have... said no, it. No, no. My point is you don't have to tell them that. I remember when two was, I don't know, three years old, two years old. 
and he was running around the basement at your uncle's house and we had to tell him a couple of times to stop tapping on the fish tank and we gave him a final reminder to stop and he stopped and your uncle said y'all talk too much yep should have whooped his ass yep but from that day forward he's never tapped on the fish tank yep so what would be the point of hitting him it's just it, he wouldn't have learned. He would have continued to I, do it. You're 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 negating shock and awe. Aaron, I'm not negating shock and awe. <laughs> the two times I can remember hitting our children it's were all about shock and awe. It was nothing about shock and awe with the two of them. <laughs> the first time I had told to if he did this particular action again, <laughs> that he was going to get a spank. And he did it again anyway. And so I had no choice but to give him a spank because I said I was going to do it. And if there's one thing that I have been told by every old woman ever is consistency, consistency, consistency. Mm. If you say you're going to do it, then you do it. Hell yeah, you tell you're going to whoop that ass, you better whoop that ass. So when Keegan (laughs) had her four-day diva moment and decided that she was going to get in this thing where she was going to run around and hide from folk, the final time I said to her, when we get home, I'm going to spank you. And she said... Yeah, right, sure. She literally said that. Go ahead. I warned her. And that was the day that Keegan learned that if mommy says it, mommy does it. Yes, but see, that's just it. That's that's something I've never had to contend with. There's a reason why I've never had to contend with that. I've never had to deal with <laughs> not believe. Yes, but there is something to the whole dad dynamic and mom dynamic. Yeah, but you know, like I said, I are going to act one way with their father, and they are going to act a different way with their mother. Okay, that that's, that's just a fact. That could be true, but I didn't have any disbelief with my mother. There was never a time where I thought that my mom wouldn't spank me if I got out of line. Oh, there was never even a chance for me to believe that. But you had that. You had that with your daughter. I've never had that. I've never had a time when I was like, if I step out of line, the punishment, that punishment's not coming. I've never had that, that thing. So, you know, you, you, you allowed it. You allowed her to have that thought, which is fine. Yep. Okay, but you allowed that. Whereas me, I've never allowed it. Right. <laughs> it was never a question. It was, it was, you don't beat me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also because they know, like, if you said, I'm going to whoop that ass. No, you aren't. Oh, but see, I'm not going to say I'm going to. You, you have said in the past, I'll whoop that ass in a minute. I'll, I'll spank him. I'll, I'll tear him up. Oh, I've, and, I have and never. They know, I am not key sweat. They I am not know be up here that I won't allow that to happen. 
They know uh, I would never let you hit them with a belt. God, oh, trust me. If I if I got to the point where like with our with our children, if I ever got to that point where I thought they really needed it, like there there would be no stopping it then, because that means they've gone way past what I thought was acceptable. Because I don't, like you said, we've never really had a reason. No. So that means if there's now a reason, that doesn't mean I got harder. That means they met, they, 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 they got there. Yeah. And then you better not get in the way because trust me, <laughs> they need it. <laughs> they absolutely need it. Oh, that's so funny. That's something I can't even wrap my brain around at this point, oh. especially with the way they are now. Oh, I could. I'm telling you, man, teenagers, <laughs> it's just coming. It's coming. It's coming. No. Yes, it is. There, It's coming. No. I mean, we we ha- we we handle problem resolution far differently than most parents. And yes, we do talk to our kids, and yes, we try to get them to understand. And they are they are uh, good at accepting new information and then sitting down and thinking about it and processing it and yes. all that kind of stuff. But there will come a time where you don't. There is no meeting of the minds. And then the question becomes, how do you, as the parent, handle that? And a lot of parents handle that that phenomenon with get out of my house. That's usually how yeah. that's handled. So, now, I'm not saying that we're, we don't really run by the same paradigm as everybody else before us. We've kind of created our own. Yeah. So, okay. But just know that that... That moment is coming because you're basically raising your children to get to that moment where they do have their own mind and they do stick by their own convictions and they do move forward without your blessing. That's what you're raising them to do. Right. You know, and you want them to be strong enough to go it alone if they have to. Yeah. You know, so then it becomes what do you do? What do you do with that information? Do you lash out? Do you condemn them? Do you yell at them? I mean, it's like it's like the child. At, I mean, all children should turn around to their parents and say, but you made me this way. Right. You know, and it's like, yeah, you did. So own up to it. Yeah, right. you're right. Now go do it. You know, if that's what you're going to go do, go do it. And I think that's where when I see these videos of these children misbehaving, the little uh. girl at McDonald's throwing a damn fit. And the mama just walks away from her and the child's still standing there at the counter, you know, acting crazy, throwing shit and crying and stomping her feet. That's not the child's fault. That's the parent's fault. Yes, but that's how old is this child you're talking about? Seven, eight. Oh, see, well, that was seven years of of wasted time. Right. You you didn't take. They're talking about you should spank this child. No, 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 you should have. You should have spanked that we need to use. Past perfect no, tense here. Listen, no past spanked. perfect tense. There's no need to spank the child. What there is a need for is support for these parents. Education for these parents. Oh no, it's not about education. It's oh, it's sp- education, all Look, right. Man, I'm because you have you. these young girls having children. They aren't prepared. There's no one to help them out. FYI, nobody is prepared to have children. Before they have children. Ooh, ain't that the truth? 
Gross. But when I was 27, you're 29, the first thing we did when we found out that I was pregnant was we started doing research. We started learning. We no, started no, I, 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 I disagree. I started learning about children and parenting long before yes, that. Yes, but I'm talking about the intricacies of, of parenting. I knew I had God children. Yeah, I had helped no, raise no my siblings. There's no book to teach you about parenting. There's books to teach you about child development, but not about parenting. Sure, there are. They're no. called people. No, no, no. But there are no books. It's not like you didn't. I mean, your research is literally what? How well, do you handle it? Right. And then you deciding that that's good or bad. And then you deciding whether you're going to do it or not. But that doesn't make it. And then you using your own life experiences to inform what your your choices with your children. That's, you know, but that's what everybody's doing. One of my dream jobs would be to be a teen educator, a teen parent educator. A teen parent educator. Yes, but to help. see, that, that, no. To help young parents learn better ways and more efficient ways to parent so that they aren't constantly stressed out and checking out because they don't know how to handle it. Yeah, but what I happens when the, when your version of parenting flies in the face of the culture of the person you're talking to? Because there isn't just one version of parenting. No, there's like a trillion, billion, million a trillion, type. trillion, billion, million. I love your math acumen. Anyway. Well, I'm an English teacher, not a, a math teacher. Trillion, billion, million. Um... I mean, there's just an infinite amount of t styles of parenting. However, giving a, a someone a good foundation, learning about the minimum, learning about some child development when that birth to age five grouping, when a child really tests the parent's nerves. I remember being somewhere... And this little boy was just running all over the place, climbing and jumping and being crazy. And see, you keep going, coming back to this being crazy thing. He was just crazy being, can be fixed. No, it wasn't crazy in a bad way. It was just he was being silly and goofy and just, you know. Silly and goofy can be fixed, too. He's just being a child. <laughs> being a child can be fixed. Aaron, Aaron, stop. Anyway, his mother said, sit down, stop. Why can't you sit down? Sit down. See? Stop running. Stop moving. And then she snatched him up. That's right. And, and him sat him down really hard. And, Don't mm -hmm. move again. Why can't you sit still? Well, honey, he can't sit still because his brain works two and a half times know, faster than yours. I know, but you're talking about his child body development. Cannot. You're not talking about parenting. But, but child development should be a part of parenting. Okay. So we should stop giving Lamaze classes and start teaching child development classes. Oh, God, yes. Lamaze is pointless. <laughs> Get an epidural. You're good. Oh, that was terrible advice. <laughs> it was terrible advice. That was birth any out. way you choose. Terrible whatever advice. whatever your, your birthing choices drugs. are, they're yours. Drugs. Take the drugs. I didn't take drugs. I had an and epidural. An epidural drugs. It's a, a nerve block. It doesn't impair yourself and it I doesn't impair okay. the baby. Why does taking drugs mean you must be impaired? <laughs> oh God. I remember I my for this. I remember uh my sister in law got Demerol because she didn't want to have uh an epidural because she didn't want to 
cause harm to the baby. But what she didn't know was that every single shot of Demerol she got, the baby got two or three shots to counteract it. And her mother's like, you can't have an epidural because, you know, it's so bad and dangerous and blah, blah, blah. And I said, if you want to do it naturally, just go natural. Quit taking all these drugs that now, you know, my niece has to. She's she's still inside and she, you're knocking her out and you're, you know, slowing her heart rate and but whatever. Anyway. Lamaze classes aren't nearly as important as child development uh, or even breastfeeding or those no Lamaze is not important because all that breathing nonsense is going to go out the window when you're you're hitting those every 30 second contractions anyway you're just going to want the pain to stop you don't care about hee-hee-hoo. You don't care about what? <laughs> you don't care about the... Hee-hee-hoo? You don't care. Did you actually say you don't care about hee-hee-hoo? You heard me. I said it. I don't... You don't care about that. But what you do need to know is why the infant won't stop crying. Why it's more important that you put them down and walk away than try to make them stop crying. If you're getting to a point where you're getting frustrated and angry, you put the child in a safe space and walk away for a few minutes, compose yourself, and then go back. That's more important than learning how to breathe through some contractions that are only going to last a few hours. These aren't the things that are taught. I have a feeling that you're going to have some people totally against you at this point. I don't care. I have a feeling. I could be wrong. Because I don't think the breathing exercises are as helpful as parenting classes or child development classes. No, I just think that that, that you uh, uh, minimizing the pain of, of having a baby. Listen, I've been, I've been in labor three times. Oh, you're an expert. No, I'm saying I've been in labor three times. I know what it feels like. But I also know what it's like to have a crying infant and I'm sleep deprived and I'm in pain because my breasts are engorged and the child won't stop crying and I don't know what to do to make them stop crying and I'm overwhelmed. Beat him. You don't beat an infant. Whoa! Are you sure about that? You don't hit an infant ever. Are you sure about that? Because we're not in China. Ev well, don't get me started on China. <laughs> That's why the whole damn country is brain damaged. <laughs> the whole whole country is suffering from... Mental mediocrity. Well, due to uh, shaken baby syndrome. Yeah, they all have shaken baby syndrome. They all have lead poisoning. It's you just it's important to learn those things. And I think that if a parent learns those skills early, then they are less likely to lash out when they're angry or frustrated later. They they don't need to necessarily snatch up a child and beat the shit out of them because they're angry that the child just dumped milk on the computer. 
or, you know, spilled it on the floor or had an accident while standing there looking at you after 30 seconds after saying, I don't have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Teaching a, a parent skills like that and how a child's body works is way more important than keeping this tradition of beating the child. Beat him. And that's what it is. It's a tradition. Damn sure it is a tradition. It is a tradition. Don't make me go into my fiddle on the roof. Don't. Please don't. Please, God, don't. <laughs> don't make me do it. But it is. Oh, that's it's what it tradition. is. It's, it's a tradition and it's conditioning. Of course it is. But why? You got to teach the child in the way that they should go. Isn't that right? Lord, Isn't that what all the Bible pe- Lord, Bible thumpers say? Lord, Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm here right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have no. Isn't that right? Okay, think about that movie. What is the first thing? So, so, so you got the young dude getting out of line with the old dude. What does the old dude do? Smacks him. And then tell him he ain't nothing. And then what does the young dude do? Ends up being the, 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 this, the perceived strength of the group. The guy that can yell, come on, and everybody follows behind him and runs. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's horrible. (laughs) Swamp running nigga. And a you lot of times careful, that's all you gonna be. Right. And a lot of times I see these posts and these parents talk about spanking the child or beating the child or tearing the child up or you know knocking the knocking the hair straight or whatever it is. <laughs> Smack a pause in the ass. <laughs> Hit them so hard their teeth click. I mean Hell yeah. You say that shit all the time. But I don't hit anyone. Uh, threatening to hit someone can be as effective. As them. Only if they know I you're... Wish, how many times you say in a day, I wish you might. <laughs> see, see, same thing. It is a deterrent to bad behavior. Fear of punishment is a deterrence to bad behavior. I don't feel like saying to our children, I wish you might act like that. I wish you might choose to do something like that. I don't see that that is a threat. It's a promise. I am giving them fair warning. See? You <laughs> make that saying. choice. But that's I got point. something for your ass. Look. You, <laughs> I have told two, and I have told Keegan, mostly two, because he's probably he's the one that's more likely to do it. If you start smoking, I will punch you dead in your chest. <laughs> I have said this to him since he was like seven years old when he was pretending uh, to smoke. Uh, if you start smoking, I will punch you dead in your chest. Our son is about to be sixteen years old, and I bet you right now he is so much bigger than me. So much bigger, but he knows if he were to pick up a cigarette, oh, I'll punch him dead in his chest. <laughs> yeah, but here's the here's the kicker. 
you're going to punch him dead in his chest, and he's going to realize that it didn't hurt. It would hurt. Nope. It will he's hurt. He's going to realize it did not hurt. It's not as bad it's as It's not thought. about the physical no, pain. No, no, no. But for boys, it is. It's not. For him, it isn't. Oh, but it would be. Trust me. If that, if he had. Okay. So let's let's go down this thing. This, 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 this process. So he's had this, this idea all this time, right? From being very little, you were very big. He was very little. So from going from all of that, there have been times where he's fallen, he's done stuff, he's felt pain. So he knows what that pain feels like. Then he gets to, uh, uh, whatever age he happens to, to, to smoke a cigarette, right? So he, he gets to a certain age. He better not smoke And then a he he knows your reaction already. But he's already made the choice. Right? Yep. Okay, so he makes the choice. Gets caught. You hit him. And that's the moment where he realizes that it wasn't as bad as he thought it was going to be. And then he'll say, I'm going to do what I want to do. And then you're left standing there going, what do I do now? I co-op. That's the fr- that's the frustration that most parents have when their when their child realizes at whatever age that what you were going to do to me was not going to be as bad as what I thought it was going to be. And I think that's why that's part of the reason why I didn't want to go to the physical route with our children is because one, it's unnecessary. You don't have to parent that way. You don't have to. It's fun, though. Parent, it is not. <laughs> you were a fool. You're an absolute fool. Boy. Raising our children to be afraid of me was not something I ever wanted to do. Why? Because I, I wanted to have a relationship with our children. I wanted them to know that they are loved, what? they are wanted, what? they are supported, they are encouraged. They weird, are guided. You want them weird people. I know, right? I'm I'm truly one of those weird women who has never, ever once in my life wished that I wasn't with my children. I've yeah. never been one of those parents that have said, oh, my God, when does school start? Get them out. I've never been that parent that says, oh, sure, you can go over there and, you know, go stay for a few days. No. Bring their bring your friends here. Stay over here. Stay with me. Yeah, okay. Because so, I'm weird. I know, but But so, I didn't what? want to have the relationship like I had with my mother. Like I I don't ever remember one time in my life my mother hugging me mm-hmm. or telling me that she loved me or that she was proud of me or I don't remember anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want that for our children. Mm-hmm. And uh, the things I do remember about my mother is that she was always causing me physical and emotional pain. So if I'm supposed to love these people and I'm their first teacher and I'm the one that's supposed to step in front of a bus to protect them, why on earth would I cause them physical and emotional pain? That's just as bad as shoving them in front of the bus. No, it didn't. Wait. Okay, imagine this. Should you throw them down to avoid the bus? Throw them down or push them out of the way? Either way. They don't get hit by the bus and you cause them pain. 
Maybe. Uh huh. So, that's the same idea that people have when they talk about spanking. It's the exact same idea. I'm causing you the pain so that the worst thing doesn't happen later. That's it, that. That's the rationale. You can't. You you're not going to get away from that. That's exactly what people are thinking and feeling. Okay, so why did you choose not to spank? Because I know it's it, there are there are other effective means of getting the point across to children of how they should behave, like what your your family norms are going to be. There's other ways to do that, and because there are other ways to do that, I don't need to. I just don't, I don't see it as, as something that must be done. That don't sit down, walk right back around, get in the shower. And wash your hair. See, see, mm-hmm. see, there's that parenting thing. See, see, it just walked, <laughs> it just walked right in front of us. It did. Ain't showered in four days and here he come. About to sit down and relax and start playing games, man. All right. Stinky teenage mm-hmm. boy. See, furry, furry boy. He really needs to to be, have his face cut. He really needs it. Oh no, nah, let it let it grow, man. He can be furry for years. Oh It'd be awesome. Anyway, but I mean, you, if you, I I think the the this is where I, what I was talking about when you say a lot of this stuff will then fl- what you're talking about is going to fly in the face of different cultures of the people around because the culture says, especially if, if they're in any way Christian, that idea of sparing the rod and spoiling the child, well, that's there. That's taught from the beginning. So there, that lesson is being taught uh, alongside of your lessons as a parent. Okay. So you if you're going to say that that you're following, say, a particular ideology, you're you're still going to have that sticking out, glaring, like you know, if your child is acting up in church, everybody's looking at you like that's your job to take care of that now, not later, not conversation, not disrupting everybody around you, pow, and then. You can sniffle, you can sniff, but you better not make a whole lot of noise and disturb everybody around you. You see what I'm saying? And if it gets to that point, then then you got to go. Literally, we take you out, take you to the back. And you don't want to go to the back. Not the back of the church. I'm talking about through the doors, out. And then it might get even more heated because now I'm embarrassed as a parent. Right, but... So I'm saying you got to understand, but, but wait, everybody in that congregation feels the exact same way about what you're doing. That's what should be done because the, the, the religious side of this is that this is normal. This is what you should be doing as this is your job as a parent. Okay. This is your job to make sure that they understand that they cannot behave this way. Okay. This is this not inside of a particular culture. But why is it that I agree 
you, that you're the parent, it's your responsibility to teach them that their behavior is unacceptable and that it needs to stop and be changed. Now. Right this second. Now. But why is... Now, no conversation. Now. Why is hitting the child? Because how else do you change someone's behavior? Now. Very simply. What? Well, for our children, it was really easy. If they were in, stepping out of line, they were starting to do things that they knew that they shouldn't have been doing or I didn't want them to do at that moment. I never had to cause them physical pain. I never had to hit them. What'd you do? Well, one of two things. I would tell them to stop. Mm. And if that wasn't enough, then I would get really quiet close to their ear and explain to them their behavior is unacceptable and they need to stop right now. Mm -hmm. I never raised my voice. Yeah, but what did they do? What was their response to that? They stopped. Okay. Immediately. What if they didn't stop? Then we would leave. See? They get removed. And then we would have a conversation about why their when, behavior was when unacceptable. When they turned around and they didn't give a damn about your talking. I never had that happen. See, that's the point. You've never had any of this stuff happen. So if you are in a place where two, two, two forces are happening at the same time, parent must control the child. Child must show out for his friends. <laughs> right? If you're in that situation, the most important thing to you is controlling the child. The most important thing to the child is showing out. Those two forces come together. You're going to have a problem. And trust me, I don't care how much whispering, talking, softening, talking softly or whatever you do. You're not going to resolve that situation that way. I remember having this conversation with our children and two of their friends that came to the house quite often. And they were at the table one day and one of the boys said, Ooh, you better stop. You're going to get a spanking. And Aaron said, a what? We don't get spanked. We don't get hit. And I can do this because I've already been told I can do this. And the child was floored. One, that our children have been given, had been given permission to do something that he wasn't allowed to do in his household. And two, that they didn't get spanked ever. And so... They called me in and said, you know, what would what would you do if Aaron did this thing and you told him not to do it? And Aaron said, oh, that's easy. She would show up at school and embarrass me. And the child said, really, that's it? And he's like, oh, no, no, my mom would embarrass me. She would get come to school in like some booty shorts and some belly shirt and some big hoop earrings and, you know, make a big show of it. And this boy thought that it was a joke. Like, I would never do that. But our children know damn good and well I would do it. Because for them, public embarrassment was much more effective than physical punishment would have been. Because everybody knew me. And I don't give a shit. I will show up in some booty shorts. Okay. Nobody wants to see all that. Let's, let's, let, let's not create that visual. Nobody 
wants to see all that. I don't even want to see that. But I mean, <clears throat> I don't. I don't. I still don't think that embarrassment for a child that is showing out is not because now they're wanting to be the center of attention, so that they're not going to be embarrassed. You don't think that their mom's snatching them up and no, no, tearing no. them up in the middle of everything is an embarrassment? No, no, no. Them? That is exactly embarrassing. But what I'm saying is having conversation, that's not embarrassing. To sit there and be talking at? No. Mm-mm. Oh, I've never talked at. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you're showing out, trust me, that's exactly what you're doing. You're talking at them because they're not listening to you anymore. They're more concerned with the reaction of the, their peers. Uh, like, I think ooh, this is... your mama is mad. Like, I don't care. Right? Children might say, I That's what I'm care. saying. Mama's, not, Mama's mad. I don't See? care. I don't care. I don't give a damn. I don't care. She ain't going to do nothing. Mm. See, mm-hmm. we don't have those children. We haven't cultivated that in our children. No, the thing is they haven't had a whole lot of external connection to people who do. Which, do and Keegan and I were just talking about that last night. How they've been really sheltered from most things because of growing up expat because growing up in a situation where they're usually the most desirable people to be around because they're foreign they haven't really had to deal with the bullying and the peer pressure and the the things that you and I dealt with growing up they they haven't they've escaped all of that and so part of that showing out, we, I escaped because I didn't have, I didn't have to contend with how other people parent their children and how that parenting is then affecting my child. Right. <laughs> so as we're talking about this, I'm scrolling through Facebook and I get to a thing that says, I grew up in a household. If you talk back, you got your ass whooped. <laughs> and it's Tom whooping. <laughs> you need to show the camera. So <laughs> I'm telling you, this is just how we feel about this. You just, there's just certain. <laughs> But why do we have to continue let's, it? Let's, we let's, know let's, it's not I ha- healthy. I, I have to like that. Aaron. <laughs> hey, don't no, 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 no. No, no. It no, it says I grew up. This is past tense. I grew this up that way too. This isn't saying that the future should be this way. This is saying that this is what happened. And you didn't talk back. I didn't talk back. I didn't talk back because my mother would pick up the coffee table and hit you with it. And that is not a joke. Okay, but you're you're just talking about my the, mother was crazy. The way that the person, I, I really don't think that that the methods that the person used are is really relevant. What's relevant is the person thought that physical pain was a deterrent to bad behavior. Physical pain was going to change your mind and make you do things that you weren't doing, or physical pain was just a just. At the very least, a punishment for anything. Lashing out because someone's angry and frustrated is 
normally put off on. I know, but when you punishment. say lashing out, you're talking about the parent or the child. The parent. I'll, see, that's just I'm gonna it. punish I, you because I'm angry. No, no, no. Never I'm, mind. I'm that gonna you cause you physical pain because I'm in pain. Right. Like our children have never been on punishment. That's not something that they've done. It's not something that we. Oh, no, we've taken things from them. We've told them they couldn't do something for a time. We've done that. Is that punishment or is that consequences yeah, that's, no, for no, their that's, choice? That, the consequences is punishment at some point. Mm. <laughs> I don't just, see it that you way. Just, you just changed the words. <laughs> okay. So, child is, is, is using their iPad and they're not doing their schoolwork. They're doing other stuff on their iPad. So what do you say? You're not allowed to watch this stuff for two days because it's distracting you from your work. You call it consequences for their actions, but that is a punishment. You are punishing them for not doing what they were supposed to be doing. Sorry, you can use all the Reggio language you want. It's still freaking punishment. <laughs> Don't try to make it seem like it's something different. Here's the thing. You just change the words and then it's like, oh, I'm not punishing. I'm giving them consequences. Well, punishment is a consequence. Not always. Um, punishment is one of the possible set of consequences. Okay. Next. Stop spanking children. Beat them. Aaron. So the best lines in the movie. Beta. Aaron. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> I'm serious. You are you know not what? serious. You know what? Okay, now, here's, here's where the real problem comes in. Here's where the real problem comes in. I'll tell you in a minute. Tea kettle's a little loud. No, I'm... No. Hold on a second. My video. All right, so let me talk to the people here. To the people, you want to find us and you want to get more, you know, really useful information like what you just got? <laughs> All right, you can find us on the YouTubes, the Facebook, the Pinterest, and the iTunes at The Traveling Fars. You can also find us on email at travelingfars at gmail.com. If you want to check out the blog, which hopefully more stuff will go on the blog if I stop being lazy. Uh, the travelingfars.blueberry.net, no ease in blueberry. And the Twitter and the Instagram, you can find us at travelingfars. Stuff from the kids will be up there. Do they have a name? What are the kids? Growing Up Expat. Oh, that's their show. That's Growing, their show. Growing Up Expat is their show. They don't have a name. They're just part of, they're just like half of the traveling fars. Is that, yeah, they're the, is that um, how we're promoting them? They're half. They're just, they're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're the subdivision. <laughs> they're, well, let's call them the beaten. All right. What? Uh, they are not the beaten. <laughs> hey, poor little All babies. Right. So there we go. That's it. That's us. If you, uh, please hit us up. Send us questions. And we're out of here. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Peace.